Hey y'all, welcome back to the Redneck Road. I'm uh, here with my niece tonight, and uh, you know, so I'm 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 gonna do something that's not easy for me to do, but I'm gonna hand the wheel right over to her. So everybody, grab your old shit handle and get ready, cause you' about to go down that Redneck Road. Um, so, hey y'all, uh, the topic today that we're going to be talking about is love. Um, so, what I have learned in my family is love doesn't come from what you see, love comes from what you feel. Your family might not be by blood, but as long as you treat them the same way that you treat your own family, it's and you call it love, then you love the person as much as you love your own family. And I learned that through my grandfather, my aunt, my uncle, my grandmother, <laughs> my sister, my mother, my father, and my aunt and uncles, kitties. I have been through a long life where I thought love came through who you see, but it's how you feel. Love is, love, love is difficult to live through. People say that it's a transaction. You may think that you have it, but sometimes you might not. I have lived through a lot of guys where I thought I was in love with them. But what I have learned through my uncle is you can't always fall in love at first sight. Sometimes it takes more than just looking right into their eyes. And love doesn't come through what you see, it comes from what you feel. Um. <laughs> so. So I guess basically you're trying to say on the situations of love is that it can't be just a physical thing it's got to be there's got to be emotions in that for it to be pure true love like you you've got to have emotion because in other words if you don't then it, it's just gonna go sideways it's not gonna work out good you know, I mean, if we're going to talk about love, you know, there's so many different, there's obsession, there's infatuation, there's actual fucking love, and then there's just admiration. The question is, is what are you feeling? The thing of it is, is that obsession, admiration, 
actual love. It all feels like love because of your own personal psyche. It's all what you believe to be love. It just comes down to what you believe. Like me, I'll give an example through my own personal experience because shit, I ain't gonna speak on anybody else's. But I love my daughter from the day I fucking held her. Now, before that, man, even before she was born and I would put my hand on her mama's belly and I'd sit there and I'd made promises. Promises that I have still kept. I loved my daughter before she was even born. And then you got love on a more you know, like like different outlook and you got love because you know it's what feels right for you it's what looks good on you it becomes like a goddamn fucking purse or a set of shoes or a fucking shirt or fucking dress or pair of pants or you know, new kicks or, you know, new stilettos or high heel or what the fuck ever. It just, it, it becomes an object. There's just so many bases of love. But when you want to talk about true fucking love, I love my daughter. I love my wife. I love my nephew. I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my brothers. I love my niece. And I love my fucking nieces. And they're not even mine by blood. But they were mine before marriage. I can tell you that. Like I love them. And I can tell you right now. For every last one of them. I'd take a fucking bullet for every last one of them. We call that an ultimate sacrifice. And I'm willing to do that for the ones that I truly and purely love. But then you got your sexual love. And I'm sorry, I think a lot of our uh, adolescents has been based around that. Not just mine, but nowadays as well. I mean, God, in high school, mm, I can tell you right now, I had more fucking poon than a goddamn fucking Vietnam soldier. And, I mean, we're talking buku poon. No dinky dow. Yeah, we had that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. There's different stages of love. The question is, what stage are you in? Because it really does 
define you as a person and defines your maturity at this point. It can change. It can change. It changed for me. I said I do. And I fucking meant it. Any other woman come up to me and believe me, the Lord has tested me. And I've shut them down every time. Because one night stand is not worth a lifetime happiness. And that's what you're getting from me right now. I'm going to stop bogarting the fucking mic. And I'm going to send it back over to my niece. As you... Okay, well, um, right now I'm going to change the subject on to how guys treat girls. Okay, so I have, I've experienced that guys will treat girls like complete shit. And guys only think that way because when they get something from girls, it makes them so satisfied that they get to go tell their friends about it. And honestly, it's not really right because girls and guys It's should... not really right. It ain't right at all. Okay, well, it's not right either You don't treat way. women like that. Yeah, you treat women the way that they should be treated because just because they have different parts of their body that you don't have, does that mean you get to take advantage of them? Yeah, you don't you don't take advantage of a woman's anatomy and then sit back and be and go and you know say all that shit to your friends. That's not love. That's that's not even okay. You don't do that. That is not okay. Fucking ever. So let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question, sweetheart? When that kind of shit happens in life, not saying that it's happened to anybody in particular that I fucking, that I know of, but it does fucking happen. And, and I'm not blindsided. I know it does. But they sit back and they run up, talk to their friends, all these little boys that call themselves men just because they, you know stuck their goddamn little insect penises inside of a fucking young woman's vajayjay. They, all of a sudden, they think they're fucking men. And hey, I've got to tell all my friends. i got to tell them all about how good it was, how tight it was, how wet it was. That is fucked up. If a girl lets you inject her like that, then you should definitely respect her because it does take a lot to respect a guy and have him do that. And then once a guy turns his back on you and goes and tells all his friends on how good it was or on how bad it was, it literally makes you feel like the worst piece of shit in the world. Because you don't want rumors being spread around you. Right, and because that people, affects your future. Yeah, that it, it fucks up your future. Like, people will start looking at you as, like, either a hoe or a stank hoe or something like that. Or it could be the exact opposite. Now, all of a sudden, that's all you were. That's all they were. It was just a piece of ass. And it was 
easy, I say that in quotation marks, easy to have. So now all of a sudden, you're getting all this attention that you never fucking wanted as a woman. You're getting all that fucking attention. And it's, it's negative fucking attention. Rather, your intent is to be positive or negative. Let me tell all y'all young bucks out there. The road to hell is paved in good intentions. Y'all better start living by that. I, so one of my friends was treated like this, and I posted a video saying, saying that it is so disrespectful to young ladies that they are being, being treated like this and how rumors keep getting spread around them saying that they're a hoe, a slut, or anything. And it's just disrespectful how a guy will go around and either cheat on you or just talk about you. And I find it so disrespectful because that is honestly not how girls should be treated. Girls should be treated with respect because they gave you what they have never given a guy. Or maybe they did give it to a guy. But still, it's not okay for a guy to treat a girl like that. So we're talking about like a, uh, a guideline of uh, like trust, honor, respect, dignity. Yes, sir. You know, uh, some of the finest things that are even taught to our military personnel, our men and women of the service, honor, loyalty, dignity, respect, but yet these are the upholdings that make people of our military the fine beings that they are. But we've got civilians that can't even do that. But yet we hold our military to that standard and when they break that standard it's like fucking Vietnam all over again rapists, baby killers, and all that bullshit. But hey, what the fuck do we say to men nowadays? I tell you right now, all their friends are giving them a high five. They're like, yeah, you pounded that poon? Shit, I've been after that for about six months. She wouldn't give it up. How in the fuck did you play that game? And then, of course, he says how he played that game. And then he sits there and mentally manipulates. I'm, I'm going to give you guys a little Hollywood acting right now. And that Hollywood acting is... Uh, so, your friend done told you about how he done laid the pipe. And that's all he wanted to do. And he, like, churched it up. He made it sound good. He made it feel good. All that bullshit. Right? So, here's some Hollywood acting. 
and uh, I got my wife right here. I'm not asking her to say a fucking thing. I'm just going to use her in as, a, as an example uh, just to make it clear that I am talking to my wife. I just want her to say something so that everybody knows her voice versus the voice you're hearing so y'all don't think I'm talking to my underage niece. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so I said she was my wife. I didn't say that, you know. A special thing for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's my wife. She gets crayons and helmets for Christmas. Don't let her fool you. Nah, she's just a bashful young lady. Uh, and I say young, I'm 35, she's 27. <sighs> Not a fucking cradle robber, I waited. I didn't know her throughout those stages. But I'm anyway. Alright, but anyways. <laughs> so, what do y'all, whatever y'all thinking, just shut the fuck up. So, I'm gonna go this. Hey, uh, you know, my friend just told me about what he what he done to you and uh, I gotta say I mean it I'm appalled like he was talking to me about it and oh my god I am so sorry that he did that to you like that is not okay it really upset me and and I'm gonna tell you right now dead ass I am not fucking friends with him anymore after this for him to treat you like that, like you're nothing more than just a piece of ass after talking you up and sweeting on you and all that bullshit, nah, I'm not even okay with him. But, uh, look, I understand you have no reason to trust a single fucking word coming out of my mouth, but I just really want you to know that, that I am sickly appalled by his situation. And by what he done did. And I really... I really hope in life... You do find a man that is way better than that. Because you deserve better than that. And then the time goes on. The time goes on. The time goes on. Now all of a sudden you become somebody that... She can lean on. You actually become... Almost in the friend zone. But you know how to keep yourself out of it. So then, time goes on, and all of a sudden it's like, hey. So, I know you've had bad luck in the past, but, uh, look, I just want to say. I mean, we, we become pretty good friends over this time. So, and I know that you've had a rough patch, but I'm just personally saying over the time that I have personally gotten to know you I really do like you and I just I would really like to take you out to a movie but then also girls will reject guys not just because they don't like them because they they don't know how to react because because your badly. trust has already been broken down. Yes, and how badly they've been treated. So then when they see a good guy come around, 
they don't know what to expect because they expect that they're not going to get treated well. And you see, at, in this curvature, in this act, you're absolutely right. You should not fucking trust it. But you see, that's just the problem. That's also the point that I'm trying to make. Is that you can actually have a dude like this that is legitimate. He's actually true. He was a friend of the dude that was the douchebag. But he's not a douchebag. And he actually does like you. Not just because he knows that he can get in your pants. Can I ask you a question? Me? Can I just Q&A this for a second? Hmm. Can I personally ask you, my niece, a question? Yes, sir. Hypothetically, if you had a bad experience, all right? Like somebody comes up to you and they make themselves sound good, look good, and whatnot. And you go out on that date, y'all have sex, and then it turns out to be tells all of his boys about it. What are your chances to actually let that kind of shit happen again? You learn from it, right? Yes, so sir. it's hard. Yes. So the next time a legitimate person, like they are true, they just want to go catch a movie with you. They want to take things slow. They don't want to bang you after the movie. They just, right? Yeah. But those are the ones that get tossed to the sidelines because of what? Their gender, their age has done to you. And all of a sudden, you do finally wake up and realize that when they move on, that shit, he was actually honest. He was actually true. And I think a lot of women sit back, or young women, and I'm sure, you know, even older women, like of aged women, sit back and say, shit, he was true. And they get mad at themselves. They should be fucking mad at themselves. I mean, they had a basis to go on. They had evidence. Yeah, no, they shouldn't be mad at themselves. They should be mad at the person that ruined themselves. <coughs> but also at the same time, <coughs> you do have to take some kind of responsibility for your own choices. Rather they are your own or they are depicted on the guidelines of your past. Because sometimes you just gotta let your past ride, just let it go and move the fuck on and just give chances. It's called trials and tribulations. You just gotta kinda do that. But that's not easy to do as a young woman, is it? No. It's really hard because you don't know who you can and cannot trust. And that's the hardest part about growing up. Because as well, not just me, as a young woman, but Yes. But as, as a legitimate, me, you know, well raised young man. Yes. But as me, I have lived through an entire family where I could not trust a lot of them. I could only come to my aunt and uncle because I would trust them and I know that they would not 
go around and tell my family something that I didn't want them to. So that's why I came to them. Unless it was like self-harming yes. or something like that. Yeah. I would come life, to them. Like negatively life-inflicted. Yes. And I would come to them and I talk to them about it. And I know that I can trust them. Yeah, and I, I guess I could just say on this is is that I'm honored that your aunt and myself could be there like that. I think what kills me the most is is that I know your mom. All right, I went to school with your mom, but I went to school with your mom when she was just a silent, meek. Where the were Underspoken, <laughs> you know. She she wanted to said boo to a fly if it was irritating. So I mean, your mom definitely had some shit happen in her life that changed her. And some of it's for the better, some of it's for the worse. We'll just say that. Yes, but as I grew up, I noticed that every choice that you have made comes with a consequence and whatever happens it you can't do anything about it you're right you cannot like, undo the past yes like as if i told somebody that i loved them i could not take that back right i cannot take back the words i love you right once, once words leave your mouth they're out there you can't, I mean, you can apologize for saying it, but they've already done their damage or they've made their impact positively or negatively. Yes, but also, I have also learned that sometimes, like, say you do something bad to someone and then you go say sorry. Sorry, sorry is a word where you can, it has different meanings to it. It has but, a meaning until you constantly have to use it. Yes. And then it means fucking nothing. Yes. You know how many <coughs> times I've had to say sorry in my life to one in particular person? And it just lost its meaning. So then you got to step it up. You can't just say sorry. you got to prove you're fucking sorry. And then you find a way of doing that, and you're doing that constantly. Now all of a sudden, you're still fucking up. Well... Ain't that the goddamn definition of insanity, y'all? Yes, sir. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, but never actually achieving them? That right there is the definition of fucking insanity. I... Let's throw this out there, alright? Let's... Let me ask you a question that lets people know. Okay? What is your idea or ideation of a perfect man and 
where you see yourself emotionally, financially, independently, or with a partner, where do you see your life in, say, 10 years, 25 years old? Where do you see you at 24 years old with all this bullshit going on with with the youngs, with 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 the young people that you're blessed or unblessed with right now? 24 years old, 10 years. Where do you see you? Where do I see myself? Yeah. I hope I can see myself graduating. Making my family proud, which I know I have already done so much, and I've well, heard family proud. I can tell you right now, you you've already achieved that, because we're proud of you. Yes. No, your aunt and I are very proud of you. But let's talk about ten years. See yourself in a house, married, kids. I'd want to see myself successful, under undergrad, grad, or you know whatever the fuck y'all. I want to see myself. I want to have my own house. I want to be with someone that I truly love, and I want. And it truly loves you. Or? Yes. All right. So it's not a one-sided deal. Yes, I want someone to... Sorry to interrupt. Let me tell y'all something right now. Love is not a 50-50. Love is 100-100. You got to put in 100% to get 100%. They got to put in 100% to get 100%. It's 100 fucking percent both fucking ways. It is not 50-50. If I would have left it where I believed it was 50-50, I would have been married to pretty much my goddamn ex-girlfriend and I won't even go there because like I said I'm not big enough to get sued right now later on when I got enough money I'll share that story but not right now sorry to interrupt as you were huh? I forgot where I was Ten years in oh. a house. Um, I want to see myself in a house with someone, they, somebody that I love, and they love me back. Where uh. I had my up and downs, and no matter what, they'd still be by my side. And if I needed someone to cry on, they would be there for me. And I'd have a car, a nice working job. I graduate school. And I just... Would you go to college? If I had a choice and I got a scholarship, I would. That's admirable. Because as of my family right now, we do not have that much money for me to go there. So you're talking like mad loans and all that bullshit just to... Yeah. But also at yeah. the same time, you live in the state of Vermont. Even, I can tell you right now, 
even with your grants and you know your your graduation grants and all that bullshit ain't gonna be enough you maybe get a fucking an associate's degree at best but if you want to be like a doctor or a fucking lawyer or a psychiatrist <laughs> get ready to dip into the bank So, I mean, you're looking for that true American dream. Yes. I'm going to say this to my listeners very loud and clear. American dream. That's why y'all need to be careful who the fuck you vote for. So, with everything said, y'all can let go of your oh shit handles and, uh, you know, y'all heard it first on that red dirt road. Sorry, red net road. Because y'all heard it first from here. So I'm going to take the wheel back. Y'all can let go of that oh shit handle. And uh, we're going to drive you home. But before I do, somebody hand me a beer. God bless. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.